It's Wednesday, October 18th, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. With Israel on the brink of a ground invasion of Gaza, President Biden on Tuesday flew to the beleaguered nation even as the scale of death and destruction in the war with Hamas mounted in the hours before he was set to depart. An explosion at a hospital in Gaza killed hundreds. The inferno at the hospital prompted Jordan to cancel a summit with Biden and the Egyptian, Jordanian, and Palestinian leaders to discuss the situation in Gaza, Jordan's foreign minister said Wednesday. Palestinian Authority President Mahmoud Abbas left Jordan and returned to the West Bank, senior Arab officials said. As Mr. Biden departed for his trip, a White House official said Tuesday that Biden had postponed his trip to Jordan and his planned meetings with the three leaders after consulting with King Abdullah II of Jordan. Biden also sent his condolences for the lives lost in the hospital explosion. In other news, Representative Jim Jordan failed to win enough votes Tuesday to be elected House Speaker after more Republicans than expected joined Democrats in declining to back him, setting up lawmakers for an unpredictable second round of balloting. The favorite of the Republican base and ally of former President Donald Trump saw 20 GOP lawmakers break with him in the first round Tuesday afternoon, many more than the handful the GOP nominee could afford to lose. Democrats backed their pick, Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries, while the Republican holdouts scattered their votes among other GOP figures. The result deflated hopes for a quick resolution of intra-party fighting two weeks after a small band of GOP dissidents engineered the ouster of former Speaker Kevin McCarthy. While Jordan and some of his detractors had pushed for another vote Tuesday, Republicans ultimately decided to regroup for the second round at 11 a.m. today. In world news, Venezuela's authoritarian regime and opposition leaders agreed Tuesday to hold presidential elections next year which could lead the U.S. to further ease sanctions and allow more oil and gas companies to operate in the South American country. The two sides said they agreed to hold the elections in the second half of 2024 under a deal signed at a meeting in Barbados, which included mediators from Norway and envoys from the U.S., Europe, and Latin American countries. The accord allows international election observers to monitor the vote and appears to lift a prohibition on holding office that President Nicolas Maduro had leveled against opposition candidates. Among politicians banned from office are Leopoldo Lopez, who was jailed in Venezuela for years and is now exiled in Washington, and Maria Corina Machado, a conservative who leads all hopefuls in the polls ahead of Sunday's opposition primary to choose a candidate to challenge the regime in next year's election. Back in the U.S., Choice Hotels made public a $7.8 billion offer to buy Wyndham Hotels and Resorts, a bid to unite two of the biggest budget hotel owners in the country. The companies were in talks for months before they broke off last month. Wyndham responded to the so-called bear hug later Tuesday, rejecting the offer as too risky and too low. Choice and Wyndham both mostly cater to budget-conscious travelers. Choice, whose brands include Quality Inn, Econo Lodge, and Comfort, has said it wants to expand in the so-called upper-mid-scale and upscale segments. And combining with Wyndham would help with that effort. 
Wyndham's brands include Travelodge, Days Inn, and La Quinta. And Tropical Storm Norma formed off Mexico's western Pacific coast Tuesday, and the U.S. National Hurricane Center said it is likely to become a hurricane threatening the resort of Los Cabos on the southern tip of the Baja California Peninsula. Norma could reach Los Cabos, made up of the twin resorts of San Jose del Cabo and Cabo San Lucas by the weekend. On Tuesday, Norma had winds of 40 miles per hour but could strengthen to as much as 105 miles per hour by the weekend. The center of the storm was located about 690 miles south-southeast of Cabo San Lucas and was moving west-northwest at 10 miles per hour. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.